What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friends, and good day to you. We are here. This is episode number 88 of the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. I'm your host, JPB. Let's get into this. I was reading a thing. I had some thoughts. Now I'm here to share them with you in hopes that you will find it useful as well. So uh, I was reading an article that was talking about stress as I spend my time doing. <laughs> and um, it was talking about the factors outside of us that we often don't consider. Oftentimes when we think about stress, we blame ourselves and our own lack of ability to handle it um, as well as we used to or as well as we could or as well as we should. That's a big one or as well as we perceive someone else to. They seem to be doing just fine. Why can't I handle as much as this other person? Because you don't know what kind of resources that person has. You don't know what kind of help they have, what kind of community support they have, what kind of um, internal resources, how much work they've done on themselves to be able to get there. You don't know if they are in fact handling it as well as you think they are, which is probably not the case. Because We are all a mess to some extent, and we don't like to show that to other people because it seems vulnerable, which is hard. So we don't do it very often. So with all of that, here's the thing. There are factors outside of you that influence the decisions you make, such as paying bills is less stressful when you have a livable wage. Going to work is less stressful when you work for or with people who create a healthy and positive environment that you enjoy being at. Life is less stressful when you are not in the middle of a global pandemic with mass shootings happening every single day around you, if you're here in the United States. Bombings and war, displaced people, poverty, capitalist agenda, racism, all the isms. The stress of taking care of yourself is also less when you have a support system and community to help you out. The stress of daily life is less when you choose your commitments with intention. So with that, we're going to dig into that a little bit. If I am committed to my own personal health and growth, that means that I will have boundaries in place for myself and how I spend my energy. For me, I'm committed to being able to be mobile and active as an older adult, should I be lucky enough to make it to an older age. And so I'm taking care of my body now, and that is a commitment that I have made to myself. That means lifting heavy weights, walking as much as possible, working on my mobility, and most importantly, appreciating everything my body does for me, carrying me around all day, every day, running, jumping, getting up and down, all the things. I am committed to appreciating my body, and I've had a very complicated relationship with that throughout my life. I have hated my body most of my life, and now I'm so grateful for this body that carries me around the world that took a lot of work in healing my relationship with myself 
in order to stop placing my value and importance on the way that my body looks and create a deeper understanding that this body that I live in is incredible and it is what keeps me here in this world. And understanding how we work has had a huge impact on that for me. Becoming aware of the millions of processes taking place at all times just to keep me alive, much less standing, walking, self-healing if I have a cut or uh, all of the internal processes that are going on. It is incredible. And with that, I've gained a much deeper appreciation outside of aesthetic, which is what we're told to focus on. I am committed to conserving my energy for the things that really matter to me. And that means I do not have the energy to spare for the little things, the comparisons, other people's anxieties and fears, worrying about how others see me or how I compare to others. And now I'm not saying by any means that I am exempt from these things creeping in, but I have practiced and continue to practice building awareness around where my thoughts are, where my energy is going. And so I notice when I'm letting it leak out through my thoughts that are not useful or usable and, you know, just letting my energy waste on these things that do not matter to me and do not, are not useful in creating the state of being, the feelings, the life that I want to be living. And I don't believe it's possible to completely stop caring what other, th- other people think because we are biologically designed to be in community evolutionarily speaking, being with a group meant a higher chance of survival. And this is why social acceptance feels good. We need community and support from our loved ones. And so with that being said, it is possible, like with all things, to pause and consider the complexity involved and what is needed in the moment. More than anyone else's approval or acceptance, the most important is your own. Your own approval and acceptance, your self-trust, These things matter more. And Dr. Shantae Cofield says, it is not that other people's opinions of me don't matter. It's that mine matter more. And I absolutely love this. I quote her so often because I've learned so much from her and how she chooses to live within her life. And so while there are outside influences that affect your stress, there are also internal factors too. This is where the complexity comes in and allowing for multiple truths. Yes, the external world is full of garbage, straight trash. And a lot of it is built from the refusal to acknowledge stress and trauma that manifests into the way we behave outwardly. That's a whole other episode about, I've touched on this just about how when we heal ourselves, we, that extends to the people we interact with, our communities, and it's spreads. We are much more connected than we like to believe. And yes, your internal environment also plays a big part in how stress affects you. When you trust yourself and approve of yourself and know that you can figure out what the challenge is, the external stress from other people's shit is less impactful. And so now that's really easy for me to say in the current space I'm in, just trust yourself. Acknowledge stress and trauma, do the work, heal and grow, approve of yourself, and participate in your well-being. It's all very simple. It is not in any way easy. And I want to be clear that this shit is really hard. Digging into your own things that you have probably been avoiding, because we all do that, coping. Digging those things up, the things that hurt, the things that are uncomfortable, and choosing to engage in those areas is probably one of the hardest things that you can do. 
And it's never ending. There's always a deeper layer. I have only just begun to trust in myself and learn to actually like who I am as I uncover the layers of shame and judgment and societal expectations and cultural conditioning. I was told my whole life that feelings don't matter, that psychology is for crazy people. And just a side note there, psychology just is, just like physiology is. Thoughts and feelings just are. Even when you choose not to acknowledge, these things are part of you. And partitioning yourself off can be a protective tool. But when the need for that tool ends and we're still using the survival strategy, it limits us to surviving. And we're here for more than that. And so bringing this back around, when we think about stress, we often blame ourselves and our lack of ability to handle it as well as we used to, as well as we think we should, or we perceive someone else to be dealing with it in a, in a positive way. And often we disregard the factors that have us stressed out, overwhelmed, and all of the rest. When, if we are to look a little bit closer, being stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, and de- anxious and depressed in the face of the experiences we're having in the world are absolutely appropriate responses for your system to try and cope with this influx of uncertainty and lack of control around increasing threat that we are witnessing all over the world around us. So then how do we navigate this? Number one, recognize that there are factors outside of you, as well as inside of you, that contribute to the response that you have. Yes, things are fucked up. And you have the ability to pause and choose how you engage with the world around you. Number two, recognize that there is a biological reason for the response you're having. Your brain doesn't care about your happiness. It cares about your survival and efficiency. So there's nothing wrong with you. And you can engage with your nervous system to create different patterns that are more useful. Number three, stop shaming and judging yourself for the natural and appropriate response to the chaos in the world. All living creatures have similar nervous system responses to danger. And the only one that routinely develops long-term traumatic after effects is the human. This was taken out of uh, a quote from Dr. Peter Levine. If we look at zebras or any other wild animal, they don't judge themselves for how they survive the situation. They don't shame themselves because they should have some, you know, done something differently or acted in a different way. They don't interfere with the process because society tells them to get over it already. They just allow their body to process in the way that it does and then go about living. Whereas we as humans have these big, beautiful brains that allow us to, well, be human and everything that that comes with, including the shaming and the judging and the thinking ourselves into more stress and anxiety and interfering with the natural process of arousal energy. So again, number three. Stop shaming and judging yourself for this natural and appropriate response to the chaos in the world. Moving on to number four, use the incredible power of this big, beautiful brain and body to navigate the stress that you face and process the stress and trauma in useful ways. Pay attention to your thoughts. You can choose which ones you pay attention to and which ones you allow to move along and be dismissed. Pay attention to your breath. It is a direct line of communication between your brain and body. And it is full of information for you. Pay attention to your body. How are you feeling? What is needed? Are you tense? Are you relaxed? How do you know? Movement is how you use your body as a tool. 
do that, more of that. And I don't just mean exercise, move in ways that you don't normally move. Our posture can tell us a lot about um, how we're holding our stress and how that is manifesting inside of our body, the symptoms that that shows us. And I'm not going to expand on these ideas here because I've done that uh, in several other episodes dedicated to the specifics of these tools. I think specifically, if you go back to episodes 49 through 60, the mini series, I go into more depth about all of those tools individually. So moving into my final thoughts for today, allowing for complexity and practicing cognitive and emotional flexibility will take you a long way. There are multiple factors, multiple truths, multiple experience that, experiences that all exist with most things. So remember as you go through this day and week that the response you have to the world around you is appropriate according to your system's evaluation of safety. It's not that you can't handle it. We shouldn't be asked to handle these things that are happening in the world, but they are in fact happening. And like it or not, they do affect you. So give yourself grace and approach yourself with curiosity so you can know what is needed right now. What do you need right now? What will be the most useful use of your energy right now? Remembering that wellness is a state of action. What you do matters. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for being here today. As always, I am incredibly grateful for you listening and interacting. I'm always so grateful to hear from you all and hear what resonates and what you liked and the questions you have. So keep sharing that. I am so grateful. If you found this episode useful, as always, please share it so others can find it as well. I hope you have the most wonderful week. We'll do this again next week. And until then, I'm out of here. Peace out.